Say When. Welcome back to Say When. You got JC. Put your hands together. What's going on? We're going to review the movie CSA, that is the Confederate States of America. And that is the title. It will say C.S.A, Confederate States of America. It's written by Academy Award winning writer Kevin Wilmot. Kevin Wilmot, he's an associate professor of film studies in the department in University of Kansas. And he also wrote The 24th, which is out direct downloads right now. That's a movie about the riots of Houston in 1917. Definitely want to check that out. He, he's written a few things. He, he actually was one of the writers of Black Klansman as well. So this is one of his older films that had a real impact on me. I'd known about this film for a long time. And recently I, I convinced JC to watch it. Thank goodness he liked it. And he caught the vibe. I knew it because he's, you know, mad intellectual. This film is about the America that Trump is trying to create and will create if we don't do every single thing we can to stop it. So uh, it's it's about what if the North lost? What if the South won and the Confederacy had continued? What would life look like today? When they talk about making America great again, maybe this is similar to the vision that they're talking about. So I think everybody should see this film and decide for themselves. I think the film was made in, in 2006. Is that right? 2004, maybe. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a film that's it's going on 15 or so years old. I just want to uh, put it in the context just out, outside of Donald Trump, just to try to not have everything have to be about, you know, that motherfucker. Exactly. Because, yeah, it's not that there's nothing relevant to, to Trump and what he is and what his followers are about and what they represent. This movie is representing something so much more than Donald Trump. Donald Trump's a symptom of the more root problems that this movie is is exploring and the way that a lot of this shit that they depict in the movie you know it's still with us it's not, it's not as extreme or exaggerated or as 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 as, as um as you know, sometimes even foolish as the movie presents it but it's still with us you know all these attitudes um some of the commercials you know the commercials the, a lot of the critics kind of take a hit on the you know, maybe I'm getting maybe I'm getting a little bit ahead of the whole thing. Let's kind of set the movie up. Yeah, this movie has nothing to do with with yeah. Trump. Like you yeah. think, I I just personally uh, tied it in because I'm looking at it from the perspective of watching it fresh. You know, mm -hmm. in 2004, mm -hmm. and watching it, you know, again and again over the years as time you know went by. When I was living overseas in different countries, how my perspective would change because I had lived so long outside of America and stuff. I know you have experience as well with that. Certainly. Five years from now, we're gonna look at this movie probably differently as well. Here's the clip. This has wounded the African as nothing else could. It still haunts slaves and former slaves today. It's important to remember that our fond attachment to slavery uh, is not an economic necessity. In fact, it's always been detrimental to the Confederate economy to hold slaves. Yet slavery, like nothing else, is what defines us shapes us as a people, as a nation. Owning a slave is a constant reminder of who you are. It strengthens our role and responsibility to be a leader in our homes, in our families, and in our communities, and to provide the leadership as only a white man could hold in the most powerful nation in the world. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the
There it is. You just played one of the one of my favorite parts of the movie because you know it's it's a film. It's it's not. It's a faux documentary. It's almost a mockumentary. And you know how many documentaries will have two opposing experts or historians discussing two possibly opposing or conflicting views. And that's what it does here. And you have uh, the black lady began talked about chattel slavery and the uh, Southern gentleman who talked about the pride that slavery brings. And, and they're featured throughout the movie uh, giving different perspectives. And they're really, they're really great for her part. Uh, her statement, you know, she, she's playing a character that supposedly lives, I guess, in Canada. Actually what it's supposed to be is at, at that moment when they get to the end part, um, because it does go through, you know, every, a decade from after the Confederate War. So right. when it's supposed to be modern times at that time, she's filming it from a Canadian perspective. And as right. far as I know, America is still the only one that still has slavery. Yeah. So she, she's talking about a country just to her, you know, south that would have, she crossed that border, she is property. And, and she, mm-hmm. um, she conveys it very convincingly as an actor, as an actor. And then also just her opening statement about American chattel slavery being the most brutal, et cetera. Um, you know, you don't need to be in an alternate history for that statement to be absolutely true. That statement is a hundred percent true, uh, regardless of who won the civil war or not. Even, even in our world, uh, where obviously the union was, you know, the, the winner, um, every word of that sentence, every word of that paragraph she said was absolutely true. American chattel slavery was a unique, uniquely brutal system, slaves and other, I'm not trying to advocate for the good types of slavery, but just, uh, in terms of what other systems of slavery that, that didn't, uh, what, what, how did she phrase it? Teach you that you were not part of the human family that you were, that you were indeed like the livestock that was, that was unique to the American system. So you take, that's the, true. Yeah. Yeah. The, the normal, you know, barbarity of slavery. And then you add this extra layer of savagery that was American chattel slavery, uh, that, that there's nothing, there's nothing ahistorical about what she just said. That was just historical fact. I like that the movie used a lot of real historical quotes mm-hmm. yep. as well as real things. That's all I'll say. Cause I don't want to give up. There's a, there's going to be a lot of surprises in between. Sure. Um, this movie switches gears all the time. You know, it, it'll, it'll do a hard left on you. And then you think, okay, well, what's this? And while you're, you know, acclimating to that, it's going to hit another hard right on you. <laughs> it's going to spin you around. Absolutely. Um, it's going to invert some, some expectations showing how slavery and this was not confined to the South. It may have been the biggest problem in the South, but the biggest slave market in the country, I believe was in, was in New York. Yeah. And it's not perfect. I take issue. Damn. You know, I can't even give away the movie, but right. You don't want to, you don't want, there's a little bit of a story. You don't want to, you don't want to be a spoiler. Yeah, y- y'all will have to watch it. You know, we'll get some listener feedback, put up a, a voicemail number. Eventually right now we're just giving it out to select people to get their feedback. But in the future, you know, it'll be open to the public. The historical quotes that you mentioned, I mean, it opens with the, the quote by George Bernard Shaw, right? Yes. If you're going to tell people the truth, you better make them laugh. Otherwise they'll kill you. That's what the movie definitely attempts to do. It shows some very, very hard, very difficult truths. I, I saw another saying recently that, you know, if you're, if you open a history book and it's all happy and smiles and sunshine, you're not reading history, you're reading fiction. America, we can talk about the great things and, and there are plenty of great things to talk about. We have to talk about the bad as well. You can't have a complete picture and you're lying to yourself. You're lying to the world if you pretend otherwise. That was a real powerful opening. Like we want to take it back as if we had just played the clip again. Segwaying from that is just like, wow, if you think that's something, wait till you see the movie. Absolutely. And I'm sure there's a lot for people to, to take exception to. 
the depiction of how the Confederacy, it shows basically starting in mid-1860s, the Confederate victory being the, the diverging point uh, of history. It shows, you know, decade by decade, how the Confederacy acted in historical events that happened in real life, in the civil rights movement, et cetera. And obviously that didn't go the same way uh, in the Confederate states. And so I'm sure there'll be a lot of people that would take exception to say them depicting how the Confederacy was uh, approachable and open to Adolf Hitler in the Third Reich. You know, you can take exception to that if you feel proud of your Confederate history for some <laughs> some reason. Um, and, and if you feel proud Wrong of Confederate show. history, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Please you, switch the channel. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but yeah, if you feel proud of that history, sure, uh, great. But you can't deny that the racial policies of the uh, of the Nazi Party would have been right at home with the with the confederate mindset of how the races should be handled you really just can't pretend otherwise that we would that they would have taken some principled stand against hitler in the final solution that's just you're kidding yourself yeah i can't wait till hopefully you know twitter and everybody gets a hold of the movie and you know it just starts a discussion and stuff because uh, it, it it just hits on so many different levels it's mm -hmm. it's not just historical it's really hard to explain to you see the movie put it this way uh i do not believe that any person that comprehends the english language would be able to watch this movie and not feel extremely uncomfortable at some point <laughs> I, I did i, I did <laughs> absolutely absolutely when um and, and how easy it is just because you know it was it's not, it's not a high budget film you know they, they obviously had to make do with you know a limited uh financial and so it looks very 90s don't let that throw you off oh yeah don't because don't. if you watch um, those cheesy got shot with their cell phone you know vi uh, movies online then you can watch this yeah absolutely and the way that they stretch every you know penny and still get really effective like it like for example the, like i said the commercials the i don't know i should we I, I, should we that's i don't think so because all right that's, yeah you're right you're right that's, the part, the to part, me that's one of the, the top three things about the movie you know what i mean yeah the point is they use some b footage really really effectively some b footage very very effectively to depict some very interesting what ifs we knew this was going to be a very hard uh review because we we feel like you know man we're, we're taking away from the movie right if right. we're giving you stuff you so. let the movie hit you not us don't don't let us put put the filter on no you're right they take footage from elsewhere and use it very effectively in ways that i i'm i was very impressed i was very impressed i think yeah. everybody will feel the sting of the grains of truth that's mm -hmm. in every piece of fiction inside of the movie and, yeah. and it's real it's real deep on that level awesome yeah yeah we were talking about the quotes the historical quotes some of which were real many of which were not and you know i found myself reaching for my cell phone uh in between not because i was bored in between scenes but because i want to say wait a minute was that a real quote that was said after supposed to wait did they really say that et cetera, et cetera. did frederick Douglass? did harriet tubman really say that and the fact that they got me you know trying to yep. double you know double check <laughs> that that's impressive that's impressive. You're writing the way I hear historical figures talk and, and, and I've heard and I've seen them speak or I've heard or I've read their quotes. It sounds very genuine, very, very, very accurate. Circling back to what I'd said about the different perspective of having seen this in 2004 uh, over the years and seeing it again. Nowadays, I would say for people who are, you know, younger listeners or whatever, think of it as a really, really good episode of Black Mirror or Twilight Zone. Interesting. Interesting comparison. Yeah, that's one way to I think that belittles the film, to be honest with you. Um, it's not a good analogy for me, but in, in a way it gets you it gets you to, you know, the, the it's meat kind of, the of in the mindset, at least it's yeah. going to be it's going to seem weird, but then also maybe a little bit too familiar, uncomfortably familiar at times. Again, I don't want to spoil, but the, the documentary, it, it's broken up by the, the commercials. Jay did a great job. Let's play a clip. Troops took the nation's capital. 
capturing the White House. But there was no sign of President Lincoln. In a small house outside Washington, D.C., on April the 9th, 1864, General Ulysses S. Grant surrendered to General Robert E. Lee. The bloody conflict had finally ended. It became the primary objective of Confederate forces to locate and arrest the now deposed President Lincoln. Confederate forces were everywhere. A desperate Lincoln turned to Harriet Tubman. Tubman, wanted with a huge bounty on her head, would be the last resort for a president literally running for his life. Tubman's Underground Railroad. Well, that'll do it. Yeah, you don't want to give up the end of that story. Let's let the audience go find out how that story ends themselves. Yeah, I agree. Like the end of coming to America, but in a bad way. No, I was just mentioning that that's one of the more horrifying things about the movie is this southern veneer on everything. The twang, the drawl. Southern culture becomes popular culture in America. Exactly, where it dominates. And and you kind of think, um, you know, you don't want to hate on anybody's culture. There's some beautiful things about southern culture. I was raised uh, with exposure to a lot of southern culture. But when you see this Americana twisted in this way in this in this barbaric system in modern times and then you've got that twang that drawl that 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 it just it adds a layer of surrealistic nightmare it's like some other countries where education is suppressed and they absolutely go into how the the suppression of ideas like abolitionism and freedom and making sure that the arts of minorities are suppressed and only white culture is and how that kill and again i don't want to give away but but you know but that's also that's not a historical what if that really happened? The suppression yeah, but, of black culture did kill American culture in a lot of ways and harm it in a lot of ways. And they, the movie is right to point that out. It will be even worse in this case. Exactly. And it was slept on a Spike Lee presentation, but Kevin Wilmot wrote and directed and give him special props. No, absolutely. Wilmot was the creative force behind it. Yeah. And he actually worked with Spike Lee on Black Klansman, which he wrote, as well as uh, The Five Bloods, which just came out on Netflix and the 24th right now. So you have no reason not to see this movie. We're also going to wind up reviewing viewing um, some of his other movies. Um, the 24th will be one of them, and the other one will be Destination Planet Negro. And right. we have not seen it ourselves, just the trailer alone, but yeah, it's going to be a ride. Sounds like uh, we got to we gotta get a bottle of something and, and then check this out. <laughs> we, got, we got some movies to watch, it looks like. Yes, uh, some movies to watch. feel free to look us up on our, it's spelled like Patron. <laughs> Patron? Yeah, feel free to donate and uh, help support our, our efforts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we recording this episode. <laughs> All right, man. I'm going to shut it down. All right. Sounds good. Say when.